Felix Sharp here for Alfred Fernandez. This is our third installment of the three-star series. You already saw quarterback and running back today. Three-star wide receivers that we like. Actually, not that I like. I need some help with this. I'm going to get some help right after the intro video. Substitute teacher, this is the official. David and Matt, it's the substitute teacher that you did not want. I uh, appreciate you. I'm going to need your help today because you know good and well that I'm not going to be able to dive deep at all uh, uh, with these guys like you both are. I'm glad to be joining you. Honored to be uh, joining you both. We're going to talk about wide receivers today, three-star wide receivers. Matt, let me start with you. When you get this deep on the list, is there anything in particular that you're looking forward for you know, these guys to stand out to kind of plant your flag on a on a three star? Yeah, I I need like at least like one standout trade that can really like hitch my wagon to. I need something, you know, really fast going to a really great place where they can produce early, super refined. It has to be something where you know they really differentiate themselves from all these other players. Where you know once you get to like these tier four guys. Everyone's really the same. There's not much disparity between the talent level. So I got to have something I can, you know, invest in. David, same question. I think the process is generally the same for me. I mean, yeah, it's good to have a standout trade, but I'm doing the same thing as I do for everyone else. I'm looking at production. I'm looking at the film, um, looking at offer lists, stuff like that. It's, you know, a lot of details, trying to understand how, you know, their size profile, their athleticism, uh, pretty much the same process and go from there. If you're playing in campus, the camp leagues, if you're doing Debbie, you're always trying to find value. And these shows in this particular series is designed to help you find that value. But you know, the best value that you can get is campus So make sure that you are, if you're not subscribed to the website, you should be, but if you don't want to do that and you just want to do the free stuff, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you like the content that we're putting out. And of course the podcast feed, excellent podcasts, including the official Debbie debate campus life can't bound chasing the natty and uh, in season. I think that that's our list, but we've got new content for you every single day. And we're inching closer and co closer to March 1st, where we're going to release the freshman and supplemental draft guide for your C2C freshman drafts. All right, gentlemen, um, some three stars from 2022 that avoided the year one zero threshold. Uh, a favorite of ours, Chris Bell, who used to go up against Travis Hunter in high school and gave him the business. Burt Emanuel Jr. at Central Michigan. I remember watching his father play. Xavier uh, Thomas. Where, does, where is Xavier Thomas? Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Dylan Bell and Marcarius uh, Squirrel White uh, there at Tennessee. So that's what we're looking for here is to get some guys who will – you know, show something, show something for us, maybe even in year one. So we're going to talk about some of these names today. Matt, I'm going to come to you first because you've got two names on your list uh, for Mike Gundy's Cowboys. 
And and I'm going to start with uh, Tyke Andrews here. Uh, Arizona, or excuse me, Oklahoma State has had some success at developing the wide receiver position. Yeah, so Tyke is actually uh, – I'm cheating here a bit because he's actually not a three-star. He's not ranked by any of these services currently. So uh, he actually didn't get a full ride off at Oklahoma State until January. He's uh, His head coach right now in high school is Rashawn Woods, former Oklahoma State wide receiver, first-round NFL draft pick. And uh, Tyke really showed out this year, 135 receptions, uh, 1,500 yards, I believe, and 17 touchdowns. Uh, and, and he's a pretty well-rounded player. He's good after the catch. You saw he had a one-handed catch earlier. Uh, and, you know, being coached by Rashawn Woods, he's going to be able to get open, and he could show that on tape a good bit. So I, I think, you know, this is a guy you're, you're going to get in the last round of the drafts, or even if you even draft them all, you're going to get them for free on the waivers at some point. But with the way, you know, the how Oklahoma State wide receiver room got depleted in the transfer portal this year, they're really desperate for guys. I think the, he can come in and be like the Stefan Johnson this year and uh, impact immediately. And, you know, that's he's playing a little bit of outside, a little bit in the slot. We see him making some uh, plays outside of his frame and running after the catch. So he can do a little bit of everything. The other Oklahoma State wide receiver that you like is Cameron Hurt. Yeah, so he actually uh, played quarterback in high school all four years out of uh, Fur in Houston. As you can see here, uh, a blazer. He almost hits 22 miles per hour. Uh, I, I would argue he's probably one of the more dynamic, you know, non-size adjusted athletes uh, go, that's going to be coming in playing wide receiver as a freshman this year. And uh, same argument with Tyke. I mean, they, they need guys in that room, and they need somebody that can produce early. Uh, her can definitely get, uh, you know, gadget touches. If they, you know, feel like scheming him in early, he could definitely provide a returner as well. Uh, so I, I definitely just like the overall ability. You know, he moves extremely well, good after the catch. Uh, he's shown off some tape, you know, like on his Twitter of him doing seven on sevens playing wide receiver. So he does have ex some experience there. I'm sure he's going to be woefully, you know, unrefined, but uh, you don't really need to be refined to play in that offense. We see him playing some quarterback here on the tape. We see him playing some defense, some safety, getting an interception there. You know, he used to play quarterback in defense in high school. Yeah, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. All right. Uh, David, I want to get you in here. Uh, Arkansas has a, a guy in Davion Dozer that you are gravitating towards. Yeah, he's an interesting player. He's got a really good size to him and length. Um, I think he's around 6'4". Uh, he's actually listed at 195 already on Arkansas's website, so he's got good size. Uh, he's very physical blocker, you can see there. Uh, what I like most about him is probably his yak. He's a really good yak player, um, just super coordinated. Uh, he wins pretty much all jump balls. He's tough at the catch point. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't know if he'll play year one or not, but um, they're kind of struggling, I feel like, in their wide receiver room. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. He can kind of be moved all around. He plays a little slot, a little outside. Um, I guess the main knock on him, he's not like he's not a burner. I think we have him uh, in the low twenty mile per hour range, um, but definitely a talented player. What is his uh, his height and weight? He's making a lot of catches, uh, you know, above the rim here. 
Yeah, actually, he's a super talented basketball. You should see some of his dunks, too. Um, I don't know if he made our dunk show or not, but, yeah, on Arkansas's website, he's 6'4", 195. 6'4", 195, and this is an Arkansas team that had Trey Knox, obviously Traylon Burke, so they've had some success with some of these uh, these bigger wide receivers. Trey Knox obviously playing tight end now where? At South Carolina, if I remember correctly, somewhere he's tra- he's transferred. All right, let's go a little bit west, uh, Dave, and I'm going to stick with he- you here, and let's talk about Jacoby Banks. So Jacoby Banks is a converted quarterback. He to he Houston, ran for like, I say. To Houston. Yeah, to Houston. So he, he actually ran for like 1,300 yards last year as a quarterback, and he's he switched over to receiver this year. Uh, I lo- I really like him after the catch. Uh, he's a really sudden athlete. Uh, his top end speed isn't great, but, I mean, he's just super bursty, um, ex- really good accelerator. He put up 1,200 yards in his first, first year ever playing uh, receiver. And... Um, he comes from the same school that Chris uh, Chris Marshall went to. He it was at Texas A&M, transferred to Ole Miss, and same as Dev, Devin uh, H. So uh, they produced some some pretty talented players. Um, and Houston's mile like they have so many. They do have a lot of receivers at Houston right now, but they're actually kind of thin at slot receiver. So hopefully he can get on the field as a slot receiver early in his career. And, of course, Houston has had some success with wide receivers here recently. They had a Marquez Stevenson. Let's not forget him. He was a, a draft pick to the Buffalo Bills. They've had uh, Nathaniel Dell, who's going to be an NFL, NFL draft pick, and a senior bowl standout. And Matthew Golden, Matthew Golden, I think he, Matthew Golden was a three. It was Matthew Golden a three-star or a four-star who stood out for all of us. was in the t- top ten-ish of our freshman rankings last year. I believe he ended up as a four-star, but I don't think and, the services were super high on him. Yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, this guy could be next there for Dana Holgerson. Dana Holgerson's offenses have always been a lot of fun, even going back to, uh, De'Eric King, uh, uh, Matt, an offense that has always been fun is Purdue's. And speaking of teams that have had success developing wide receivers, you got David Bell, you've, you've had, um, uh, obviously Rondale Moore, um, talk to me a little bit about Ahmad Branch. Yeah, so here he is a uh, another super late find. He didn't have a P5 offer until uh, late January before late signing day. So, uh, And there's actually another player that's similar to that as well that I'll be talking about later. Uh, he's a super dynamic athlete. I think that's what immediately drew their attention. Uh, a really good basketball player. Right? Another guy you should see his dunks. He has incredible hops, near 40-inch vertical. And uh, it shows on tape. He's fast. He's explosive. He's good at catch. He has great ball skills. Uh, he, you know, he was playing pretty low-level high school ball in, uh, out of Missouri. Uh, so that's, you know, part of the reason why he wasn't uh, looked upon as highly. But uh, his head coach used to be on the Purdue staff, so they are able to make that connection and finally get a coach out to see him. And, uh, you know, he visited Purdue and immediately committed. So I, I really like him. Uh, you know, I, I don't – think uh i think they have three other wide receivers in this class but i'm not i don't think we have any of the other ones ranked none of them really appeal to me quite like you know branch does just with his upside alone boiler up in lafayette uh indiana almost said louisiana indiana (laughs) um that's substitute teacher makes i should mention by the way that they've got me producing the show clicking all the buttons (laughs) 
this, this is dangerous. This is dangerous. We don't even know if anything's being recorded uh, right now. Um, uh, Matt, I'm going to stick with you here, and I want to go to Arizona State, and this is why. Um, they've got, uh, of course, uh, Oregon offensive coordinator Kenny Dillingham there at Arizona State now for the now-fired uh, Herm, Herm Edwards back mm -hmm. on NFL Network and ESPN. Uh, Kenny Dillingham led an excellent, excellent offense there at Oregon, and uh, obviously Dante Moore was a longtime commit to, to Oregon before jumping to, to UCLA. They've got a guy named Corbin Hendricks going there uh, with Coach Dillingham to uh, Arizona State. Talk to me about him. Yeah, I, I think he's honestly one of the better route runners in this class. I mean, his releases at the line, his uh, mid-route, you know, DB manipulations, it's all pretty high-end for the class, and I think it's going to lead to him being a pretty deadly down-the-field and intermediate threat. Um, he has pretty good testing, uh, some of it I don't quite believe, but, you know, if it's – close to believable he should test pretty well nothing crazy though a uh, good size he's uh six foot three 180 on the arizona state roster uh you see he moves pretty well there he has pretty good ball skills too but i i think he's pretty ready to go i think he'll uh he could make an impact really i know arizona state's bringing in uh returning some guys to bring in Tro troy o'meary who could do something this year so I don't know, you know, if they'll really need him this year. Maybe they can rotate him on the field to get him in a little bit. But I think year two, he could straight up just start on the outside for them and uh, produce right away. Kenny Dillingham apparently wants some size. We see uh, Corbin here making, again, some catches outside of his frame, some plays on the ball. Uh, an earlier catch there reminded me of the corner route that Josh Downs caught in the end zone in that bowl game his freshman year when it was all rainy and they had to take their gloves off to catch the ball that's what uh that that play reminded me of had to lay out full uh uh i don't what's what's the word what's the, what, what do they say in baseball when you stretch out for the ball i forgot uh what it is but that's what that's what he did so and you're asking oh, i don't watch baseball no no baseball fans is full extension full extension is the word uh, that i is the phrase that i was looking for that's not really like a uh, baseball only thing Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, let's go back to uh, a day. I'm going to go back to East Lansing, which is where I uh, was before I uh, uh, came here to Louisville. And you like a player that they have in uh, going to Michigan State in, in Isaiah Johnson. I'm, I'm assuming Isaiah is how to pronounce his name. What? Are, what is Sparty getting here? In oh my goodness! You just made a one-handed interception. Uh, what do you like in, in Isaiah Johnson here? Yeah, you can see the ball skills right there on that first highlight as a cornerback. He's actually listed as a cornerback by all the services. I think On Three has him as an athlete, but um, Michigan State's going to try him out as a receiver. Um, he's on on the website. You can see he's super Ooh. springy, um, just <laughs> jumping routes there. <laughs> He's uh he's very sudden. He's got really good hips. Um, good after the catch. He's just slippery. He's super slippery. He can change directions real real quick. Uh, and he has some wiry wiry core strength. Even though he's pretty skinny, um, he does break a lot of tackles. I think Michigan State did a really good job trying to find. I mean, they got Sam Levitt, who is like an underrated guy for us, and also Jalen Smith, who's an underrated guy. So they have a pretty good passing court going going forward. I could not do justice to our audio-only audience in describing what it is that we just saw with Isaiah Johnson. 
This highlight was so good, I'm going to play it again. He starts off with a one-handed uh, interception. You see him lining up at Wildcat quarterback. You see me seeing see him lining lining up at the nickel. Um, there's there are some of these plays remind me of JoJo Earl's uh, uh, highlight coming out of uh, what Aledo, uh Texas there. But uh, a, a player who it looks like he could even play corner if you wanted him to to play corner is putting his hands on slot wide receivers, catching a screen pass and making two defenders grab nothing but air uh, before getting to the end zone there, spinning out of a tackle. Um, I'm sorry, Matt. David picked the best highlight so far. So uh, it's uh, it's one nothing in my book. David's David's got you by one. You picked some good players too, Matt. But I, I like uh, I like David's pull there. That, that That's totally fine. I, I'm a big fan of him as well. <laughs> okay. And All right. a fun fact we didn't bring up, he's actually – uh, all state at wide receiver and corner this year. Pretty rare. First team all state. All state and well, um, for a while, Clemson, Clemson David had been uh, wide receiver. You between Artavius Bryant, DeAndre Hopkins, um, Hunter Renfro. I don't know if Hunter Renfro is making Clemson wide receiver. People, I like I like Hunter Renfro. I think Hunter Renfro is a really good player. Um, but uh, Cade Klubnick has another one coming in Tyler Brown. He is a little, he's got a little Renfro in him, actually. He is a slot receiver. Um, he's like a super quick, super productive dude. Um, Clemson's an ascending offense now that they hired Garrett Riley. Um, I assume he'll be running something similar to his brother, Lincoln Riley. Um, but yeah, he makes people miss. He's pretty. He's got actually a pretty sturdy body for a smaller guy, so he's a pretty good yak player as well. Strong hands. He showed out pretty well at the. I think it was the Mississippi. Was it the Mississippi or no? Alabama South Carolina All Star Game. I can't remember which one it was. Um, well, pretty good speed as well. I think he had a 10-8, 100 meter. Um, so he's a late addition for Clemson. It's just it's a different mold from what they usually. I mean, I guess he's. Uh, you know, like a worse version of Antonio Williams. Antonio Williams can play on the outside as well. So um, you can see the body control in the hands there. Uh, making, he's just a, a high a volume guy. The, making a catch along the sideline, keeping his toe in and full extension again. Matt, see that? Full extension again. Um, you know, Clemson has had an issue with recruiting the same types of body types uh, at wide receiver. And so they get... Uh, Antonio Williams this year, and now Tyler Brown, some guys that you can throw the ball to on screens and let them run after the catch. And, you know, we don't have to throw all these balls downfield. We can do some things that are essentially extensions of the running game. And it looks like Tyler Brown could be that type of player, but he also understands stems. I saw that stemming his routes, a, a very nice post route where he, uh, he uh, works to the outside leverage before cutting inside. So he understands something about route running. Uh, Jackson Harris is going to Stanford, Matt. He has to understand lots of things about lots of things if he is going to Stanford. And as soon as I find his tape, I'm going to play it here. What do you like about Jackson Harris? Yes, uh, I, I think he's just a really well-rounded player, as you can see him here, uh, excelling after the catch. He's six foot three, one ninety-five. So uh, you, you don't see a lot of guys, you know, moving that way laterally after the catch. Uh, you know, at six foot three, I think that's a relatively rare trait. 
Uh, he was super productive this year, 72 catches, 1,400 yards. We've clocked him at 21.5 miles per hour. So an awesome athlete, too. Um, we're really just hoping this uh, Stanford offense can open up a little bit more and uh, you know he could become a guy and produce early. Uh, Stanford's bringing a few other guys in this class. I don't really you know like any of them quite nearly as high as him. I think he has a pretty high ceiling as well on top of it. Another name to add to put a star next to on your watch list as we see what Stanford is going to be uh, over the next couple of years. Stanford is a team that has had some success, but had much success here lately. All right, lastly, Matt, your uh, uh, Daryl Gill, who's going to be with my former camp counselor, Coach Dino Babers at Syracuse. Daryl Gill, what do you like about him? Yeah, so this is another guy. You know, I'm shooting from deep here, Felix. You got to appreciate it. The third guy here who did not have any P5 offers until January of this year. Uh, he is a 93rd percentile athlete. I mean, he has some ridiculous jumping numbers, uh, 10, 800 meter, good straight line speed too. He's a thousand yard receiver uh, playing 6A Texas ball on a top 10 team. Somehow uh, didn't get any recognition until now. And uh, he should translate at least into a really good deep threat. I mean, that's kind of uh, how they've liked to play with these big body, long wide receivers uh, playing down the field. And that hopefully they keep that up with their uh, new offense core in there. I believe they were projected to. But uh, you know, he's just a really interesting, explosive, long, deep threat. And uh, I think he could definitely end up being a pretty high-end producer in college. And you can really see that length in his stride he's a long strider he gets up to top speed seems relatively quickly do we have a um, i could have uh blanked when you when you said it but do we have a mile per hour or a 100 meter dash time for him because he looks pretty pretty uh, uh 10 800 meter 10 800 meters so 45 you know, i think 40 45 or 46 foot triple jumper like we're talking super explosive like 93rd percentile size just athlete that should say it all really explosive athlete and you know syracuse has had some success with wide receivers who stretch the field I, i'm gonna say their names as soon as i get a chance to to look it up one was a you an undrafted free agent for uh the saint so for the los angeles rams and i cannot remember his name but is he the the big one the the one-year wonder yeah Oh yeah, I'm yeah. blanking on his name too. I know you're talking. About. He was like six four, two twenty. Ran like a four four, but he sucked. Head. He was awful. Yeah. yeah. So uh, as soon as I I look that up, I'm gonna come back to it. No. I'm okay. We've that. we've got a couple of smarty pants wide receivers on this list. One guy going to Stanford, and one in London Humphreys, David, who's going to Vanderbilt, and. uh London. London sounds like a smart name. Is he? Is he? Is he any good, David? I hope so because I'm going to tout him right now. He's he's a really bursty player. Uh, he has really good genetics. Actually, his his dad was a all American pole vaulter at Auburn, and his mom was a all American in the decathlon at South Carolina. So he's got real good. I'm a big genetics guy. Uh, he can box jump. 63 inches he's got a 23 7 long jump 10 700 meter he actually broke uh the regional 200 meter record that was previous held, previously held by uh jalen uh ramsey at uh he had 21 7 3 so 
he's a he's got burst he's got speed he, he's a real t- he's real tough i feel like at the catch point and with throughout the route he will definitely like if a guy tries to push him off his route he's not going to give it he's not going to give an inch that's one thing i definitely like about him um he's going to be an outside guy like he's 6'3 190 um a little bit of special teams there but vanderbilt obviously not the most exciting offense but they're just really thin at receiver. They found Jaden McGowan last year. Um, he, he kind of plays like 50-50 inside-outside, but they could really use a guy on the outside. Um, so he could probably work his way into like a wide receiver one at Vanderbilt. And if you can prove yourself in the SEC, it like that goes a long way for potentially the NFL draft. And uh, Vanderbilt, in the midst of a quarterback transition i know mike wright was there and mike wright has since transferred um so we have to see how that shakes out i don't know who their starter is off the top of my head tristan jackson is the name that i was looking for i was thinking of jamal custis okay very different players tristan tristan jackson um all right uh your last one david going to southern mississippi javion butler yeah, not an exciting landing spot. They don't really pass the ball a whole lot. But, on it, I mean, I don't know. The services do not like this. They don't like him. He didn't really get that many offers. I I think he's a power five guy, honestly. I, I do. Um, you know, he's like this 6'5", 207. He hits 21.9 miles per hour. He even plays cornerback. Like, he's. I think he's fluid. Good ball skills. He's going to win pretty much all these jump balls. And he's actually, you can see he lands on his feet. Um, so he's got good balance. Uh, and he's actually a pretty good yak guy. Like He's not just one of these guys that just, he just jumps up, gets it, falls over. Like there is some athleticism to him. And he, he actually, uh, Matt and I were watching him in one-on-one, 1v1s in the Mississippi-Alabama All-Star game. He was winning pretty much every rep. He looked better than, he looked better than the other guys like Aiden Williams, I think he's headed to Mississippi. I thought he looked better than he did. Um, so I feel like he's underrated. He probably won't put up a ton of like he probably won't put up a ton of stats at uh, Southern Miss. But the hope is that he kind of shows out and, and potentially transfers up. Yeah, the first play on this highlight film is a sh- I think it was a short drag. I'm not sure, but the entire defense had the angle on him. And he has enough speed to um, to make to even beat players when he when you have the angle on him. So that is twenty one point nine. When you're approaching twenty two miles per, as a matter of fact, I was going to say when I was watching that is some of his plays look like Tamari and Terry's uh, uh, high school highlight tape because Tamari and Terry was also you know a six foot guy with a lot of length and some speed. So that's uh, that. You know, I'm not making the cop here, but um, that's uh, yeah, that's what that's what he looked like to me. So, I, is that everyone? Let's just recap these names here. You guys are going to have to help me um, because I, as I was going through the show here, I just I I deleted the name so that uh so that I wouldn't wouldn't mess up with where I was going. So here are, let's see if I can just undo this here. We're going to produce on, on the fly. Um, all right, so Matt, you recommended Jackson Harris at Stanford, Corbin Hendricks at Arizona State, 
Ahmad Branch at Purdue. Uh, for what it's worth, I think that Alan True last week mentioned uh, Ahmad Branch also. Uh, Daryl Gill at Syracuse, uh, Tyke Andrews, and Cameron Hurd both headed to Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State. David, you recommended uh, Jacoby Banks headed to Houston, London Humphreys at Vanderbilt, Isaiah Johnson. Isaiah Johnson, to me, stole the show today. I'm sorry, Matt. Isaiah Johnson stole the show uh, going uh, to Michigan State. I, I'm very much not offended. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tyler Brown at Clemson and Javion Butler at Southern Mississippi. Gentlemen, that is, uh, that's the list. Any final thoughts here? Uh, uh, two guys that we decided just to admit, Demetrius Bell and Caden Lee. I figured they're both pretty big names now. Uh, you know, they're not really sleepers. They should be four stars, but they're just not for some reason. But no, that's pretty much it. I don't have anything else to say. David, how did I do as a substitute teacher? A plus. Did a great <laughs> job. Come back again. <laughs> how does Alfred close the show? I don't remember how Alfred closed the show. Listen, for should I just, I'll just close it the way I do Debbie Debate. For Matt, for David, <laughs> this has been the official. Good night and good luck.